What's up, everybody? Uh, just checking in live after the game. I got an IU legend on the phone right now, uh, AJ Guyton. Excited to talk to you, excited to hear some stories from you. I know you guys just took a loss, but I just want to start off to kind of hear what you saw tonight, kind of from your lens. Hey, uh, once, uh, it's a pleasure to be on with you, man. And uh, one thing I do want to say is uh, we lost one of our soldiers um, uh, this past uh, week. And, uh, you know, I want to uh, give a shout out to the Wayne Rep Rapper family. Uh, prayers with you. Uh, you know, we're all a basketball family. So anytime one of us passes, it's a big deal. So uh, just uh, uh, want to give a, a rest in peace to him and his family and uh, condolences all the way around. But tonight, man, um, uh, it was it was what I've seen all year when it comes to IU basketball. Uh, I think the, their, their issues on the floor is, is, is an easy fix. But it's, it's going to have to be fixed through next year recruiting. <laughs> I think uh, that staff is uh, more than capable of uh, recruiting the type of basketball player that you need today, um, you know, to succeed. And at the end of the day, I've always been harping on my show, and when I do uh, some some interviews, and I, I talk about the scoring, man. We, you know, in order to win in this league, in order to win a national championship today, you got to score seventy-five to eighty points, and and that's that can't be at the end of the game. And today, Purdue. Uh, got in a nice shooting rhythm after not shooting the ball well. You got to know in, in college basketball that if they didn't shoot the, shoot the ball well last game, that this game they're going to shoot the basketball well. It's, it's right, the way right. things average out. And they came out with a nice rhythm. And then one thing you can't do is allow a team to go inside, score inside and out. You got to take away one. And once they got in that rhythm, uh, you stayed close, but it was hard to get them out of that rhythm and that confidence carried on once again i you uh didn't see much um uh scoring in transition i think i use a great defensive team but you know when you're a great defensive team you got to generate points easier points off your defense uh and and then when you're in half court offense it's not as much pressure on your half court offense to score so i think those things and uh, uh, need to be shored up you know i think you know purdue on the other hand played extremely well controlled the basketball they got the ball where they needed to go uh, even when IU turned up the pressure, they handled the pressure a little bit. So you got that good inside, outside game. And, you know, you know that's a recipe for disaster. That's what you want from your team. Right, and, yeah, yeah. and on the other team, you want to try to stop that. Right. No, and like, I mean, on my end, I'm pretty excited. I mean, this is the eighth in a row. I mean, we haven't lost IU since my senior year. I think we, we got one stolen from us. So being a legend, say that again? When did you graduate? 2016. Lord. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that until we, we talked about getting on the show. I didn't. Yeah. You know, I'll follow, but I was like, I wasn't following every single day. But now no, like, I got you. you know, until I got I'm, you. Following, I'm like, dang, that's a long time. <laughs> I mean, even before that, even before that, we had beat them three straight times before that. So mm -hmm. I mean, for me, for being a, for being on the other end, though, but for being somebody of your caliber, for being the legend, the player of the year, NBA player from IU, playing for the Bob Knight, what's it like the bribery? What does it mean to you when this game comes on? I mean, you can see the intensity. And, and now one thing that's really helped this year is, you know, there's no outside influence. There's no fans. There's nobody right. talking about your mama in the crowd. Nobody, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody trying to grab you and trip you on your way to the locker room. So a lot of those things are going. But I remember my first experience playing against Purdue, man, um, Purdue beat us by like 15 or 16 in Mackey, but it really wasn't a game. And right. I remember 
because uh, they had Brad Miller, they had Chad Austin, they had, I mean, it was a whip out there. Right, right, right. And it's my first experience, and it's physical, it's loud. Brad is slapping people in the back of the head. Brian <laughs> Cardinal falling all over the floor, you know what I'm saying? And they getting the calls. And I just remember Coach Coach Knight let our starting center, rest in peace, Jason Collier, he let him foul out with like 13 minutes left in the game. And I'm right. looking at this dude like, what are you doing, man? Like, you can still come back. But I think he knew, like, man, this is over. It's over. We, we need to learn to regroup. And, and, and But when we got home, I swear to you, we had three practices right, right. off the bus from, from West Lafayette. We had a practice at 6 a.m. We had a practice at 12. And then we had another practice at 4. In the same day. In the same day. Right off the bus. <laughs> This is how serious this is, you know. I think he was sending a message for us, like, hey, this this ain't happening like that. Yeah, we yeah. Don't lose, don't lose competing, we don't lose. So right. you know, he ran, you know, it's one of them practices where you run for everything. Turnover is <laughs> turnover. You know, we had like 37 managers. So every every turnover, every manager had a player. The turnovers was a sprint, the, the, the offensive rebounds was a sprint, uh yeah. scored on it was a sprint. So by the end. We each had probably 50 to 60 uh, down and back two times to run. Right, so right, right. Turnover was – everything was a sprint. And the message was very clear from that day for me. It's like you don't – you play your best against Purdue. And no, yeah, I feel that. From that point forward, I think I averaged like 25 a game on Purdue. <laughs> I, in my mind, I'm like, I ain't going through that. Like, it's not so, – and that, that, that's the rivalry right there from my point of view. No. No, no, I appreciate that. Because for me, for me, I'll tell you a quick story. For me, my senior year in high school, I'm at Lollamere Prep School, um, me and Jay Simpson, we're committed to Purdue. We signed to Purdue. Purdue loses to um, Indiana twice that year. Victor Oladipo is a sophomore, I think. That next summer, we come in on our very first workout. We, we, are, we just came from high school. Paint lines everybody up. First thing we do, double suicide in a minute for losing to Indiana twice. Jay Simpson looked over and was like, we, we wasn't even here yet. <laughs> he said, we don't, lose, we don't lose to Indiana, and definitely not twice. So, no, I feel you. Those those, those days and all that, because, I mean, my freshman year, kind of similar to what you're saying, my freshman year was when they had um, they had a whip. That's with Jordan Halls, mm -hmm. uh, Wofford, Zeller, yep. Big. That's when it looked like Indy 500 out there. Yeah. So, my freshman year, they came into Mackey, and they probably beat us by 40. Yeah. I mean, you had Will Cheeky pumping to the crowd. So, no, I feel you. Jordan Holt yeah. was talking about that yesterday on my pod. He was like, yeah. hey, you, did you win against Purdue? He said, yeah. And, and then uh, my group looked up the stats, and it beat guys 17 one time. I know it felt like 40 to you. At home, it definitely felt like 40. But it was 17 one time, I think it was 20 the other time. So Yeah, they beat, us at, they beat us at Assembly Hall that year. And Victor, I think, rolled his ankle. I think he oh, rolled his ankle. And then he came back in the crowd. I don't think I in the gym. I don't think I ever heard Arena get that loud before. It was at that time where Paint just kind of it would just call the dogs back in, and we all just kind of watched it happen. And that's when they just they they roared for him like it was Superman coming back into the arena. Kind of remind me of a situation for Chris Kramer when he, Manny Harris elbowed him in the nose and Mackey. It was kind of that type of moment. But nah. Yeah. But for you coming in, the, I'm just curious and just more about you because I'm always curious to talk to different legendary people. But what kind of made you? decide to go to IU, go play for Coach Knight. I'm sure you heard how tough he was. I'm sure you heard that you will be running a lot. What kind of got you to go there? 
I mean, it was a, it was it's eerie because we're talking about Purdue, but my final visit was a, a IU Purdue game, and and I believe IU lost. Either they lost because either even when you didn't play well, it felt like you lost with coach. Right, right. So you had to win the right way. You had to do and do the right thing. So you know, I just I remember going in the locker room, and uh, you know, he he his, he had a funny way of recruiting. He was just, hey, so you coming here or what? You know, we don't lose games. We don't lose games like that if you're if a player like you you are here. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm coming. And that was that pretty much was it. But you know, the recruitment up to that was uh, was more naive. I'm gonna be completely right. honest with people. I had no idea. I wasn't as educated about Coach Knight. You know, and I mean, right. I didn't right. know about him and his style and what people. What it was after I committed that people was like, man, what you doing? Mm. Like, <laughs> Why you going there, man? He don't like he don't like black players, man. He, I was like, dude, what I saw like you know, you know chopping it up with, with with Michael Herman, who was there at that time, and right, 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 and Calvert Chambers, who do I, I did remember from IU at that oh, time. Shoot. So, and I'm like, so now I'm thinking as I get there, like, man, did I make the right choice? You know, the, the videos coming out, the chairs, and the bumping the, the heads, and I'm like, man. All right, so we go in, and, and it was it was very very I won't say easy, but I was prepared. You know, right. I, Coach Knight liked players who were gym rats, yeah, guys that love the game, yeah, so passion for the game, and I think right away he saw that I was a kid that I was there to play basketball, like all mm -hmm. the other stuff. I was there to hoop, and I was there to mm -hmm. try to win games and and help the team get better. I mean, I, I didn't come in as a five star, so right, right, right. And as they like, who is this little dude? Like, what he's gonna do for us? Like, you know what I mean? So after about the fifth game, they're like, oh, he can play. But still, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. You know I mean, it wasn't until my freshman year, I think we played Michigan and Purdue back-to-back, -back, and I had a couple really big games. And yeah. Like, oh, that's why he here. So, gotcha. like, you know, so Coach Knight, uh, you know, playing for him, it was, I would redo it all over again. I will do it even better than I did it last time. That's what's up. No, that's cool. Then, um, so you get to your senior year. I mean, you're a top dog in the conference. Mm -hmm. What um, what's like? What's it like going into Mackey, going to play against Gene, Katie, and Mackey? You the top dog. So I know you hearing it from whatever the paint crew was called back then. Yeah. And I know at that time too, you were playing against. I know oh, yeah, that was Mike yeah. Rob. That was a that was a good that was a good team you came against. Yeah. So what was that like? Yeah, Miller. Um, what's my man lefty Jerron Cornell? Jerron Cornell, yep, yep. Uh, my man, the McQuay brothers. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, Purdue has always had great talent, but it was it was uh, tough, man. Because one thing I liked about it was like you can't hear the coaches, like, mm -hmm. and, and and that's a that's a it's a game for basketball players. Like if you're a dude that like to look over there to the bench trying to figure, out, you don't have time to do that in Mackey. I know I I didn't in Mackey Arena because they were a little bit below the court almost yeah like, yeah, yeah yeah walk, so you couldn't really it was like i ain't looking over there but i just remember walking in that gym i had great games in that gym man and i don't and, and, and it was just it's almost it seems so small but it's not small because mm -hmm. when it gets loud i don't think there's any arena outside of assembly hall that can get <laughs> louder than right uh, Mackey arena and Assembly right. hall you know just it's just the way it's structured and built it, it's, it's mm -hmm. good for those acoustics but I just remembered that great shooting rims. I had great shooting nights in there and, and just the intensity, man, and, and, and how everybody seemed to be on top of you. Even the people in the little hallway in the tunnel seemed to be like mm -hmm. on top of you. And mm -hmm. I love that kind of atmosphere. That's why they brought the best out of me. Right. And they were probably at that time for you guys, that rivalry was so intense. I bet you had fans sleeping outside. Y'all yeah. probably had, 
I heard a story about Rick Mount. He said his mom, I don't mean to laugh, that wasn't funny. Right. But they say he said his mom, a fan that they found out that was his mom, a fan of Elbar in the back of the neck and knocked it to the ground. Oh, With the rivalry that was it that intense for y'all? It wasn't for us. For us, as intense as it got was my brother was a barber in Bloomington. He went to IU, my brother and sister. He had a barber shop in Bloomington, then he migrated to Indianapolis. So he would cut Yogi and James Blackman and all those guys' hair. And then myself, John Octius. So that was about as intense as it got for us. But for y'all, I know in the 90s, it was a little different days. Oh, it was the rivalry intense then, or how was that? The, the, the way the game has changed makes it less intense. Yeah. It was, it was, just a, it was a wrestling match, especially the second time you played them. Like, it was like, mm-hmm. man, whoever is going, whoever the most in shape, whoever the strongest, and whoever made the plays in the end was going to win the game. At the end of the right. Day. So, uh, and, and Purdue at that time was extremely physical. It, you know, they were, they had their front line was, you know, Brad Miller, Brian Carter, and Mike Robinson. And yeah. then off the bench, they was bringing, um, I forgot my man's name, but, but, but one of the McQuay brothers or yeah. uh, I forgot, Roddy something, I forgot his last name. Uh, they would bring him on. He was six seven, six eight. The Big Ten was so much more physical back then. So, you know, man, I never, like, that would have been the end of my career. Somebody would have elbowed my mom in the back of the head. I probably wouldn't be. I'd be going for blood when I came back to Mac Arena, but that's a problem. But right, right. I, don't, I, I knew it just from the from Coach Knight and his preparation. I knew it was two teams that you didn't play your worst against, and that was Purdue and that was Michigan. You know, mm. those are two teams that you know if you didn't play well against them, it's a problem. Like you know, I mean, and you had to do your. You, know, you lost. We lost uh, one time on a buzzer beater at against from Chad Austin's buzzer beater. I hit the game. I hit the three to tie the game, thinking I'm finna go into overtime. Chad hit a a a, a, a triple fadeaway yeah. jump shot and yeah. just cashed that mug. And I just I was exhausted because it was so intense. I was mm-hmm. tired, you know. It was physical, and to just lose on a tough shot like that, you know, it, it, those are. But but then you realize in that summertime what you really pumping iron for, what you really run these hills for. It's the right. real basketball game. Nah, that's what's up. Did y'all ever play? Did y'all ever happen to play for Purdue for any type of championships or anything like that, or any tournaments or anything? The one thing we did play for, we we kept them from winning the Big Ten. My senior, mm. my senior, they came in our building on senior night, and uh, we we lost. I mean, we beat them uh, on senior night, and that was just as gratifying. We you know we can't get it. Y'all can't get it either. That's, <laughs> so everybody's happy after that. You know? <laughs> and, and I got a Peoria guy. Mike Robinson's from where I'm from. Right, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't get that one, you know what I mean? No, nah, yeah. Can you imagine that somebody uh, <laughs> playing at Mackey and IU comes in and wins the Big Ten on your court? Mm. You would yeah, never tough. down as a, as a basketball player. Like, no, nah, like, that's tough. No, we – um at you sideways. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we uh we came in last place in the Big Ten my my sophomore year, so you can imagine how tough that was. But the one game that counted, it's like all records went out the window. Was against IU. We beat IU at home. It's like for a week on campus, everybody forgot that we we. <laughs> exactly. This game, I said, if I do win this game, yep. I, my my fans are gonna back off for a couple weeks. You know? <laughs> They gonna, they, you know, what I mean, that's just the way it is. Like, oh, we, well, we three and we three and seven, but we beat Purdue. Like, <laughs> expectations, y'all got. So, uh, <laughs> same for you. Um, let me ask you a question, though, man. You're looking at this year's team, man. 
what what do you, do you think they're coming together at the right time and and what did you see uh as the keys uh you know to help to propel them into nice game no yeah i think they're coming together at the right time i think travion's leadership is starting to show with eric hunter i think eric hunter getting back in shape was big i think because i mean he was doing really 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 well preseason he gets hurt He's out. I mean, especially with a knee injury, I mean, it's easy to get out of shape a little bit, especially if you're a point guard playing 38, 39 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. So I think now that he's in the flow and he's kind of controlling the tempo, I think the, the game is easier for everybody else. But Travion, these last few games, I mean, he's just been trying to be dominant. Right. So then you have, I mean, the way Jaden Ivy, his aggression, it's one of those things you can't really teach. Right. And now he's starting to learn to control it. Tonight, I thought he had times where it may have seemed as if he was overly aggressive. Mm-hmm. But I think he had times where he would drive and kick, make the right play, drive, get fouled. I think his progression during the season would be huge for the bench. But no, I think um, if Sasha makes shots and Aaron Wheeler made a couple of shots, I think this team, especially for us to be so young, mm-hmm. I think for the, it's coming together perfectly for the years to come. You, I mean, y'all, y'all riding an eight-game win streak, and some of them wins came when you played, man. And so, from you know, so so the IU faithful can get an understanding of what it's like playing against IU. What do you remember? You your 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 game plan or the way you felt like you could attack to go into IU a place like Assembly Hall and win every time? Well, yeah, my freshman my freshman year was. I mean, they're one of the better teams in the country. But after that, I mean, they always had a a good big man. Normally mm-hmm. they had um they went through Noah Vale, that um Thomas Bryant, mm-hmm. um they had, they had I mean they went to, uh, at OG and all those guys, but we always had AJ, so we always had AJ to protect the basket, AJ Hammond. So it was one of those things where we knew we could always play one on one with the NBA big guys. So if we could if we could contain Yogi or contain James Blackman Jr. is one of those things where we turn into a guards game. And for me, the way I approached, it, I I went to middle school with Lil James. I mean, I'm eighth grade, he's sixth grade. We're on the same middle school basketball team, so. My only, I know how little James play. My only thing is to let James get as many points as shots as he takes. So exactly. if I do that going in and we know Yogi gets his 20, but if James gets 20 on 20, we in good position. And if AJ can kind of neutralize the middle. So that was kind of, it was always more of a, um, especially with me, it was a more of a defensive attack kind right. of that way. But now going into Assembly Hall, it's one of those moments where you walk in in this pregame and this fans right there screaming. Right. Those signs, those signs are different. You read those little pregame notes before the fans. <laughs> those are different. So no, nah, it's um, it's always a great time, especially for me. It was um, for me. I mean, Yogi, myself, AJ, we all on the same AAU team. We were freshmen in high school. Like I said, James and I went to middle school together. So it was one of those things where we all knew each other. We all kind of familiar. Like I said, my brother cut hair. He had, they had a big article in any star about the about the barber shop and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it was more of a, a a competition, but you knew you could talk about it after. Right. You know, it was always a fight, though. It was especially winning there. Yeah. <laughs> winning there, you could hear a pin drop. <laughs> so it's always cool. First of all, I'm not gonna uh, let you get away with calling him Lil James. Now you can call him Lil <laughs> James since you since y'all won eight in a row. I was like, well, if he listening to this, like, come on, James, don't let him call you Lil James. No, that's Lil James because now his dad is his dad is Big James. <laughs> I know, I knew that. I, I love Lil James. <laughs> I, I don't want no smoke. But you think about it, you know, and I'm gonna ask you this: you, know, you guys are more like you talked about. You play with these guys on the AAU scene. Mm-hmm. You think that? 
Do you think that factors in to 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 the lack? I don't say lack of it's intense, but it's not. Oh no, yeah, it used to be because at the end of the day, kind of feel sorry for little James. Like we mind we beating your head in like that. Kind of <laughs> little guy. <laughs> it's like my guy though, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you think that factors in at all? <laughs> no, I get what you're saying because you because I, I for me it never did for me. I mean, it was always a doggy dog world, but. I get, I get what you're saying and how some guys go about it because you can play the buddy ball. Yeah. So, no, I think the game is definitely got – I think, I mean, no disrespect to AAU. I came up to AAU, I came up through the AAU program. But I definitely think it's made the game a little softer because this right. is kind of where you spend the time with these guys in the summer. You can't really fake it in the games. Whereas, though, back in the day, you really see these guys at high school tournaments maybe. You may see them at the park. And dudes now, as far as intensity, I was just talking about it today. Nobody's playing outside at the park anymore. Right, yeah. It's not as – yeah. Nobody's getting in these skirt. You know what I mean? Everybody so <laughs> so stuff like that has kind of changed the game. And but yeah, when you know everybody and me, I was I didn't really care who you were. Mm-hmm. But there was guys that you could you would know who was who and who was friends and whatnot. Right, definitely. Definitely. That's that's always an important part, man, is uh, you know, just first of all, hey, you we all played a little AAU basketball, but right, all, right. like just listening to you talk, I'm like, man, yeah, it, you you could do that subconsciously. It's like you feel, you know, you're not as aggressive as you would be against somebody that, you know, who who you who was a rival. You really want to beat them. But, uh, you know, I think that the, it's still there. You know, I think IU has to really, really do some soul searching when it comes to, you know, how they approach this game. Um, you know, losing eight in a row, you know, to anybody, you know, right, it's right. unacceptable, especially in Assembly Hall. Where, right. you know, I know there's no fans right now, but those other seven games, it was fans in there. Right. So, you know, I actually they lost the game when we came back for Coach Knight's reunion. They yep. lost that game. So, you know, uh, but you know, I think they that was my yeah, I was there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They have some holes on, you know, they need a, a point guard that can play make. They don't have mm-hmm. anybody that can get in the lane when things break down and get an get an easy shot. You were hoping Rob Fennessy was going to be that guy, but you, you can tell he has some struggles mentally on the court. Um, and then, you, you know, you need – I really, really think they should go a little smaller. I would I would consider, and I know IU fans might kill me for this, but I would consider bringing Race Thompson off the bench, starting Jerome mm-hmm. Hunter. And I would – if I'm going, I'm going to stretch it out. Stretch and I'm going to try to get him going early, get, get the double teams off of TJD early. Let him mm-hmm. let them double him. Let him kick it out. See if we can make some shots. And I'm definitely in practice going to push. You know, getting rebounds. Like when I played, my whole goal was to get the basketball and dribble up as fast as I could to see mm-hmm. if I can make the defense collapse. See if I used to get layups just pushing the basketball, or if I'm on the wing, I'm running hard as I can to my spot to get an open three. And I know yeah. Coach Miller's probably going to let you shoot that if you're a shooter. You get an open three, but we got to get guys out running. Because when I look at the film, and I look at film from 93, and I look at film from 2002, and I, all those high, mm. highlights show running. They mm. show Cody Zeller streaking down the lane, all the streaking down the lane, Rockford on the other wing, or they show yeah. Chaney streaking down the lane. They show yeah. Allen Henderson running the lane. We just we yeah. have way too much offense, in my opinion. Uh, you know, and, and I wonder is it just because you know Coach Coach Miller was like, we want to get the best shot possible with the guys we got in. You know, or you know, does he have that trust in them to get the game going up and down a little bit? Because we don't have the physical. You guys have the the the, uh, the opportunity to play big and physical. 
you can do that. You can play with, with Williams. You can play with the big guy off the bench. You can throw. We don't have that because Jordan yeah. Park is out. We can't play that way. That's true. Uh, right. We need to push the tempo a little, get easier baskets because when you miss those shots in your offense, they get great looks in their offense, but it's a lot of pressure on those shots when you're not scoring. And right. I don't know what the final score was. I think we had like 70-something, but that's not. this is not enough to beat Purdue. I looked at Purdue. I'm like, this team underachieved then if they three and three. Right, no, 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 yeah, no. If we we lost some, we lost a lot of tough games on the road, especially because you think about like you were talking about our size. I mean, Sasha, Sasha and Brandon Newman. I mean, they're both six five, six six. That's a two and a three. Then Eric Hunter six three as a point. Right. So, I mean, especially when those three and no, with those three, not, I think that when I think about those three, I think about when I, I kind of compare that shooting ability to kind of when you would think of Dakota, PJ, and Carson on the court at the same time. Absolutely. And then you have Vince, Isaac, and um, Biggie down there down low. Mm-hmm. So if this group could kind of grow into that way, you have that type of shooting. This one is, to me, it's one of the paints deepest and most skilled teams just across the board. Right. But then you have Aaron Wheeler, his ability to come in and just make shots. Yeah. So I think this team definitely would you, because Eric, would, I think if Eric's, if Eric, if, if, if it was a fifth, I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So I mean, if Eric is if Eric is in on that on the road against Clemson at Miami, I think we win those games. So I mean, right. it's one of those things where I think we just keep going. So I don't think our record kind of tells us where we are, especially if Jaden keeps progressing. Uh-huh. But no, I think IU for like you were saying, I, I agree with what you said. I mean, if you let just TJD just kind of control the middle, and then you let you let him you let the other fella come off the bench and hit bring his type of energy off the bench i mean it doesn't matter what you're going through i mean his energy kind of because i mean for me i just kind of wanted to tweet out <laughs> I couldn't, he just wanted it right exactly. he just played hard and that's kind of the guy you want to come off the bench i mean basil smotherman was that for us at times i was that for us my in my younger days you need somebody to just go out there and just that's going to play as hard as they can get every rebound and want to get your give your star a break without taking them out the game. Right. So, yeah. so no, I, I agree with that because it allows him to be more comfortable because he's, he's not that comfortable shooting a three or that much. So it kind of reminds me a little bit when when I played, when you had um AJ and Biggie in at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And we yeah. kind of could never really – we didn't have enough shooting to do that. Right. And then, now we have enough shooting. Well, I was deprived. I'm going to just be honest. Exactly. I couldn't shoot. I couldn't shoot. <laughs> PJ – PJ and Dakota can make shots. I got to shoot a good enough. So if you got three of those guys, it makes sense. But exactly. if you could just let that next year is when uh, when I left is when they kind of went big in the middle and went Vince at the floor and they gave them three shooters and they won the Big Ten. So I All think right. that will help by you. I do. All right. We got a little question over here from Augie Carrington. It says, with the shooting woes from three, why is Archie not running more of the O? Through TJD and you know, and one thing I, I I encourage fans not to do they always continue blame offense get the ball inside get the ball inside if right. we're gonna talk about playing up tempo you know what's gonna slow us down is having to just throw it inside every single time exactly. and the thing about enough. TJD yeah, yeah. I, you know I think he's good enough to to get ten to twelve points off just playing hard off being mm-hmm. physical getting on the mm-hmm. boards um, but what he can do is 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 be able to catch it and draw attention and be able to kick it out to guys that can then knock down shots or reattack uh, the, the the paint. And that's what now we're not getting in there. How, how many times have you seen a drop off in the paint? You know, just like Cigar exactly. getting in, drop it off to exactly. the big dunk. It's hard to do when we're playing almost three out, two in. 
is almost looks uh, like. Oh, yeah, no, I feel you. No, because we were like, like I, yeah, we were that way. We tried to run our offense kind of, it just gets stagnant, especially too when you just, I mean, it got to the point where we're trying to feed the post every play one of my years. And I think it was one of the years we came in last place in the Big Ten. So I don't think with the offense kind of – the defense defense knows what you're doing at, at the same point. And, I mean, TJD had 25 tonight. So, I mean, exactly. you think about it, even if he gets 30, they still – they don't – I mean, I don't think he win. And at this stage in the game, 2021, twos don't match up the threes, and it kind of showed tonight. Your best player gets 25, and we make some threes. That's the difference in the game. So I don't think I don't think no I think you can like we run our offense through Travion, mm-hmm. but if Travion's not open, Shasta's going to shoot or Eric's going to shoot it, and there's no question about it. It's not he gets his buckets because we give it to him, not because necessarily we just run it through him. Right, exactly. The question have for you, you: Have you ever seen a big guy pass better than Travion? No, no. Nah. Well, not that I play well, not that I watch, especially not come through Purdue. I think H and two. You have to understand that, and for paint to let a big man pass the ball, it's big. <laughs> hey, one thing, did you see how apologetic he was when he turned the ball over? At the yes. End? I was just like, hey, it's a privilege. That was an all right pass, but I didn't say that. I understand completely. No, it's a privilege for paint to let anybody catch that ball in the post, a big fella, and pass it. I mean, it's one of those things where he'll tell you. I mean, paint's honest. Paint's shoot straight shooter. I mean, you. You're not here to pass it. And Travion is the guy where he gets it. Like Paint, well, I had Paint on the podcast yesterday. Paint almost wants Travion to get double teamed so he can't pass. So he can't pass the ball. Yeah, so I think his eyesight, and I think Travion grew up wanting to be a guard. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you, I saw that with Jay Simpson. Jay Simpson was 6'10", and Jay Simpson was, he came out of Champagne and played, he had a heart condition, couldn't never really get in shape that well. But I think he was Travion before Travion, that makes sense. He could handle, shoot it. But that type of vision for a big man, I think Travion just always wants to be a guard at heart. Absolutely. Yeah. He, as soon as he gets it, he palmed it looking to pass it. So that exactly. Makes, he's an excellent passer. Uh, got a, Alec Hamon. Hamon, I don't want to uh, destroy your name. We, 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 it's our first time doing this. So you know, give, us, <laughs> give us a little slack. IU shooters don't look to shoot one bit. It's a joke. Well, they don't have shooters, but still such. Uh, you know, and if you don't have shooters, you got to do, you got to, you don't feel like you have shooters, you got to do other things to score. I remember watching them early in the season and I felt like, um, I felt like they were running. I, I thought, what's my man? Trey Galloway was hitting the lanes hard. He was finishing, uh, you know, uh, um, I don't think, uh, my man is a point guard, uh, Al Durham, Al Durham is not a pure point. I think right. he, he's almost a slasher in a, in a two guards body. He was on the lanes running. So I just oh yeah no that's um yeah, that reminds me perfectly of my junior I'm gonna cut you off but what you're saying is and that comment reminds me my junior season we don't have shooters mm-hmm. we have myself we have John Octius yeah um, Kendall Stevens and Dakota Mathias definitely knockdown shooters yeah but then you have Vince and you have a- Vince can shoot but he's not a shooter then you have AJ so we like you saying John Octius isn't your natural one he's a two that can play you one so we just were running we didn't necessarily have offense we get about AJ but other than that. Let's just run and see what happens. Right. For a team like that, for a team like that, I don't think you have to worry about offense because that was also the we finished I think third in the Big Ten that year, mm-hmm. or second or third. Okay, I was defensive player of the year. AJ's on the defensive team, so if you have that type of structure on your defense, that uh, and especially in the Big Ten, 
If you could defend and you could keep your, your team, the other the, the other team under 50, 60 points, you give yourself a chance. If everybody just kind of chips in, especially if you have a guy like TJD that can go out there and get you 25 every night. If you defend and you keep a team under 50, mm-hmm. I mean, you give yourself a chance. You don't have to hit that many three-pointers. Right. Exactly. Now, I think uh, I think the defense, I think it, I think because even allowing – one thing that Purdue this season is one of our Achilles heels is that we allow so many threes. So I think we kind of flipped it on IU tonight. I mean, we just got so many good looks. Mm-hmm. And if you if you're gonna let Travion get 22, you can't let Eric Sasha and, and um, Brandon Newman get going on the outside. They let Jaden Ivy attack the middle. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. but no, I get the comments, but I think it's more the focus needs to be more towards the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think defensively they're solid enough. I just mm-hmm. think none of it's turning into any offense for the team. Right, like you're getting stagnant, and when you're playing a team as physical as the teams in the Big Ten, you look at the you if you man, if you look at the next stretch, they got at Michigan State, yes. at Iowa, home at versus Rutgers, at Michigan, yes. home versus <laughs> Illinois. So you're talking Big Kofi, you're talking Hunter Dickinson, Dickinson, you talking Luca Garza. And whoever bigs MSU recruit, they only recruit rebounders and bigs. So it's like it's not gonna get back. So you gotta start spreading these guys out, and you gotta yep. start teach, teaching these guys to get to the rim, create for one another off drive and kick. And also, what's missing, what I liked about Purdue's offense is I didn't don't see a lot more in college basketball of the motion that they that they play within their pick and roll, within the high low, the curl cuts, the back doors. I mean, that's that's Indiana basketball. Um, right. you know, that, that that takes less energy to execute yep. rather than having your bigs crisscrossing, setting ball screens and rolling the whole entire game. So it's yep. like, you know, so offensively, you know, it's some things you can tweak a little bit. I'm not completely give, giving up on my Hoosiers. And I know some of my, my, my Hoosier faithful, you know, they're going to tell me, oh, they always hit me. I ain't no good. You need to quit trying to be positive. It's like you know, things can change around just like they have for um, just like they have for Purdue. I mean, you can right. go on a game winning streak, but it's going to be, you got to score more points. And I, ain't, I don't know how to be more blunt than that. I've watched the last couple of games. You won scoring 75, you know, yeah. and team, but if you're going to defend, you're going to go, you're going to go Virginia defense. They have yep. 60 points. You yep. got to score 63 to win. So to me, it's really simple. I'm not. No, I agree. Like when they were beat. Yeah. You got to, you got to score. No, when they were beating us, when they were beating us, like you're saying, it was like our first thing I said was like any 500. They were running like Yogi was so fast. Yeah, like, he just—it was one of those things where when we would practice, we would prepare. We would give our point guard a head start, and that would be Yogi. Yeah. So it's like he already has a head start on you. I catch up. That's how fast he would be. So like you're saying, it's kind of like Indiana basketball. When I played, it was one of those—they gonna outscore you. They are gonna get 90, 80. They gonna get 80, 90 points. They are gonna make a lot of three pointers. I don't. Where do you, do you think that? Do you think the recruiting or like what do you think? Kind of, do you think they recruit more? Recruit because they're getting the names. I guess I would say. Do you think they need to recruit more? I guess independent shootings and what shooters and whatnot. They need to. Like I saw a comment about a Jordan Halls. It's like they don't have that Jordan Halls that maybe not be that NBA name, but he's gonna give you a hell of a career. Exactly. I mean, I, that's why I'm saying I think they they could be. I have trust in Kenya Hunter. I have trust in Archie Miller, Mike Roberts, and that staff to go out and get a Jordan Holes, to go out mm-hmm. and get. You might not be able to get a Yogi Ferrell. That might be right. 
But right. that just don't happen. His his exactly. development was was different. But a Holes or a Tom Coverdale or you know there are a plethora of those guys hanging around that would love an opportunity. Anthony Lill is a guy that that played a little bit today. Didn't really uh, play a lot, but I think I'm, if I'm coaching that kid, I'm telling him you go in, you shoot three threes, and I'm taking you out. You make them, you staying in. You miss them, I'm gonna take you out. Let you regroup a little bit. We are gonna try it again. Right. That's gonna be your mission. Is to that gives him confidence to knock down shots and not to worry about the defensive end and getting help. Like we we'll figure that out. Don't worry about that. Like we gonna you come in, you knock down shots. So I think they're out there, and I think uh, these are like I said, these are fixes that the coaching staff have shown in the past that they're capable of fixing. I think they thought they might have had a little bit of it, but you know it's just not consistent. You know, and they need they need you need that consistency to be produce a top five team in the league from the way they played tonight. Right now, yeah, I agree. Top five basketball team. They got everything you need. Right. Inside, outside, shooters. They got a 7-3 dude coming off the bench. Like, what else do you need? So it's all about gelling for them. They got to, they got to, like we talked about this upcoming schedule, figure it out really fast so it could get ugly really quick. Right. Do you think, would you say, in the sense of the fans for IU, I know IU fans are aggressive. Like I see a guy, I saw a guy that said, like a guy replied to one of your tweets. He said, I mean, don't worry, it's okay. The Purdue game is the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl all year. For me, I mean, yeah, I want to be IU every time. That's my Super Bowl. But do you think IU fans look towards the the national championship a lot of times at the beginning of the season that kind of gets the hopes up too high? It's not, let me ask you this. For us a bit, for us, this is how I feel. Maybe this is not how Coach Paint feels. For me, winning the Big Ten championship. That's my first goal of the season. Okay. It always has kind of felt like the winning the NCAA championship has always been IU's first goal. Do you think that puts too much expectations even on Archie or the program or even guys like yourself? Yeah. First of all, it's like today is a uh, what 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 are you doing right now time. You know what I mean? It's like you ain't you ain't showing that you're gonna win a championship right now. IU fans like, ah, well, we need a new coach. We need everything. And it's like and I'm sitting there like, man, things need to develop a little bit. It's year four for Coach Art, Coach Miller. Uh, you know, he's shown he can create, uh, recruit the state, which is something people were complaining about. Um, and but the problem is the expectations were so high from the 1976 team. They watched 20 plus years of just immaculate basketball. Even the teams that didn't win played immaculate basketball. You know what I mean? It was team basketball. People don't understand. Like when I was in school. We were top three in the Big Ten in scoring, even though we were a motion team. It's because we got stops defensively. We ran when we could, but we were efficient offensively most nights. And right. that's what they—that's what the fans are used to seeing. So on one hand, you can't fault them. But on the other hand, it's like we have to exercise patience. And you know, somebody just joked in here and said, oh, yeah, Archie can coach. He's fine. Ha ha. Be patient. It's like, well, mm-hmm. what else do we – what other what – other, uh opportunity do we have we, we have no choice but to be patient and, and try to help find solutions because firing every coach is not going to be the answer i know everybody thinks that's the answer but it's a matter of them identifying what the issue is the way the games play today and go out and try to get those kids that can fill those holes uh, uh, trey galloway is going to need a guy that can fill it up around him. right uh, is tjd tjd going to lead this year uh hey I mean, it looks like it to me. I don't, don't put nothing in the kid's mouth or nothing like that. But he's putting up 22 and, and nine. So right. most people who do that leave. So, the big team. <laughs> so, so now we got to replace him. 
Yeah. So, and they don't understand how tough it is in the one and done era. You got to think, right. you know, Vic left early, Thomas Bryan left early, Noah Vonley left early, James Blackman left early. Um, Troy Williams. Troy, Troy Williams left early. Like, yeah. it's hard. <laughs> IU was the, IU and Purdue were the home of the four year player. You know what I'm and that's how, and that's yeah. how Purdue, and that's how paint paint some. Like I mean, my, me and AJ, we grew to be old. I yeah. mean, you think about that senior class; they had five seniors: Dakota, PJ, Jaquil, Vincent, Isaac. They grew to be old. So you think about even Carson. Carson left as a junior. Mm-hmm. Ryan Klein was a senior. They went. To, they Ryan Klein and Grady Eifert were seniors when they went to the Elite Eight. Grady Eifert started as a walk on. So wow. one thing you really. Your walk-on grew to be the most efficient player in college basketball. Exactly. That's so that's one of the things Paint has always been. Even now, even now, they're young. They're extremely young, but their juniors were in that Elite Eight team a couple years ago. Exactly. So it's like they're young with experience. That's one of the things Paint has. Um, maybe, maybe we just maybe we're not as talented as those dudes, but yeah. that's one thing Paint has always done is just been able to be consistent, keep guys maybe not year after year, but especially. His every other year recruiting has been really, really strong in my opinion. Right, for sure. And yeah. Another thing, Eric Gordon left early. Like you can just yep. going back. It's hard to replace those guys, man. Yep. I think IU yep. has done has not done a good job of of, of uh the, you know being efficient in the one and done era. It's tough. Not that they haven't done a good job. It's just hard to do. To replace. Zeller left early. It was <laughs> like that whole team was out of there. So yep. there goes a, a, a national title, a final four appearance in a national title right there. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just that, just that group of kids. So I mean, uh, yeah. that, that's why I'm always patient. I see what happened before when I played, nobody had left early. Left early. Jay Edwards left early. Uh, you know, and 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 but what they what's happening is a guy like Christian Lander has to, you know, come along. He's young, 17 years old. We didn't see him tonight, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and we got to be able to keep the core of these guys together. That's tough in the social media era, like in, right. in, in, in the in the era where we we uh, promote ourselves. So it's tough to keep them there, man, for, for the school to grow. On. And, and Matt Painter has been able to do it uh, at the end of the day. He's been able to stay old. And uh, and that's been that's been the difference why Purdue has been you know consistently good over the over the time. So who's who's left early for Purdue? Biggie, Biggie left after his um, sophomore season. Okay. Um, Carson left after his junior season. But yeah, Etwan left after Etwan graduated. Jawan graduated. Robbie did a fifth year. Lewis Jackson graduated. Then you think about DJ Bird, Tyrone Jackson, Tyrone Johnson. Other than that, we had a couple transfers, but leaving, I didn't play with a guy that left. I didn't play with a guy that left early. AJ right. could have, but AJ was standing off four years. Mm, so okay. mm-hmm. Biggie left early, but it was a situation Biggie left early, but it was still five seniors. Exactly. Yeah. So and Carson left early, but he kind of came in kind of with that class. It felt like with the he was kind of the they only had two seniors. He was kind of the captain. And it kind of felt like he had grew old with that, that program. Right. So no. At the end of the day, you look at IU. You look at uh, Tennessee. He's a junior. You look yep. at Galloway. He's a freshman. Uh, I think uh, Durham is the only senior. You got TJD. He's a sophomore. You got uh, um, you know Thompson. He's a red shirt. Uh, he's a red shirt sophomore, I believe. And then mm-hmm. off the bench, you got a 17 year old freshman. And then you got another freshman from Bloomington. You got another. I don't know if Ger- Geronimo was a freshman or sophomore, but he's young coming off the bench. 
it's like, yeah, that's why I'm calling for patience, man. These kids got to grow up. And exactly. while they're growing up, they got to find another TJ. They might have to find another TJD. So exactly. it's like, that's what's making it hard. That's what's making it tough uh, for, for IU to be consistently good. It's not Archie's coaching ability. It's the fact that, you know, you got to continue to grow the team. Joey Brunk not being there, he would have been the oldest player. Exactly. Like, um, and so that helps. Like, you can you imagine this game tonight with Brunk battling uh, Williams and Sly. Yeah, no, because I used to play with – I used to train with Brunk. Mm-hmm, absolutely. <laughs> so that's how old he is. That's crazy. About, uh, they said something about the last time he – something. Last time I did something that he was – he was the only one alive when – I can't remember what it was. I was just like, dang. Oh, Joey. <laughs> Joey, my God. But, yeah, I used to train with – I was in college. I think Joey might have been a senior high school, Joey Burton. Yeah, Joey, Joey Brunt. But Joey Brunt, I think um, that's a good That's a good thing you said that. He makes a difference. Even just his presence, having that older person, that older guy that's been through it. So, mm-hmm. man, we had – I had Care, I had Travis, I had Drew Anthem, who's now assistant video coordinator with the Lakers. So, I mean, well, head video coordinator with the Lakers. So, I had an older senior who had been through it who I can go to and lean on. I actually didn't have to go talk to the coach about what's going on at that moment. So I get exactly what you're saying. So I think, nah, what you're saying is perfect. With um, with you, with kind of how you're thinking about it, with IU kind of the way you're thinking about the, how they should recruit and just recruit in a way that you allow your players to grow old and you get those diamond and the rough players instead of just getting all those, I mean, not all those, instead of trying to get every Mr. Basketball, every NBA player to come out, try and get you maybe a, a solid player. A Dakota Mathias that may play four years in, then, mm-hmm. then play in the G League, then make it to the NBA that still has it. So I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah, we got a fan from one of your Boiler fans saying, are you whining about youth? <laughs> we have four freshmen on the court. We did. <laughs> and here's it. I'm talking about I'm, I'm talking about patience from a standpoint of maybe your freshman was better than our freshman. <laughs> so it's not um it's like they have to grow to catch christian lander supposed to be killing people in high school right now you know right right yeah like freshman but you, you looks like you guys as freshmen is coming together at the right time and uh at the end of the day indiana historically has to continue to get older and that's what we talking about four time four two five cubs and boilers <laughs> Man, Man, I ain't crazy. <laughs> you know, even I knew that these mothers, boy. When when we when um when that went out there, that's I stay saw the comments on eight in a row, eight in a row. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get it on here, but I'm coming, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm coming. Like you ain't gonna do me like that. <laughs> I'm whining about <laughs> that is funny, man, but no, it's, it's been I, I after after just looking you up kind of watching some of your videos i just want to say especially before we get off because what you're saying about you it makes perfect sense anybody can't somebody asked was i in fort wayne i'll be in fort wayne sunday i'm having a skills clinic in fort wayne at the Powell center um if you have any youth kids want to come play basketball let me know with 10 to 15 dollars per person is at the Powell center 8 a.m to 10 a.m we're gonna have probably 10 to 12 events this year but yeah just be on the lookout i'm not in fort wayne right now but i will be on sunday but no, like I was looking, like I said, I looked you up and kind of what you've done. I saw, I knew, kind of knew who you were. I mean, my point guard in high school is from Peoria, Bobo, Antonio Drum Bobo. Um, so, like I said, I'm Mike Robbins. I just had Mike Rob on my podcast a couple weeks ago. Okay. So, 
I just want to say that kind of I knew your legendary status, and I appreciate you taking the time. But I think if any fan is giving you kind of any type of pushback, I don't. I think it makes perfect sense. So I think I don't think they want to see what I gotta say either. Yeah, I don't think that person really understood what we're trying to say. It was like, yo, yeah. heavy young. Just imagine if those four freshmen that played tonight all left next year because they felt they was good. Where will Purdue be at next year? So yeah, your exactly. freshmen are really good. I think it's a it's it's, it's a, a freshman have an opportunity to make a big impact. But uh, you know, I think IU we was talking about what they were used to, and they were exactly used to, up until. Uh, you know, Coach Knight left. They were used to seeing guys grow together, old out there, beating people up, being physical. Like that's what that's what the rivalry was. I mean, yeah, was no, that's exact. Because yeah. Cody Zeller, I mean, yeah. Cody Zeller, Vic did leave early, but Jordan Halls, Christian Wofford, are seniors. Yogi mm-hmm. stayed to be a senior. Though mm-hmm. Yogi won two Big Ten championships. Yogi won a championship his freshman year with mm-hmm. a senior group, and then yeah, Yogi exactly. won the a Big Ten championship as a senior. So, I mean, he was with the group that was old. He grew to be old. And that's just the win culture, in my opinion, too. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you've been a yeah. part of it. So it's not, it's not, a, it's not a, what they call it, something that's hard to really to, to, to think about or to talk about. Like, people want to complicate right. it. Like, no, they got to come together. They're missing some pieces, yes. But what mm-hmm. I like to talk about is what can we do now to, to try to win this year? I let the, the, the administration handle coaching and issues and all that ain't got nothing to do with that how can we compete today with what we have and that's really the, the thing that IU fans have to really grasp and get and be patient with oh uh, yeah no I agree I'll let that uh, we can end on that and uh yeah. definitely just want to say it again eight in a row <laughs> boiler yeah. up <laughs> make sure everybody tune in I'd rather make win sure everybody that. tune in get, make sure everybody tune in next year <laughs> nine in a row <laughs> Dang. You might even get a summer summer league pickup game. <laughs> that, that's just crazy. I can't. I still. I don't believe that happened. I believe that's a typo. I believe that's a typo. <laughs> it's gotta be eight in a row, man. Like you get, you get eight in a row. Like oh, okay. Yeah, that is crazy. I feel bad for every every alum, every every man, people, but I'm the nice alum. The other one is <laughs> right now. Like, I wouldn't tell you that my phone blowing up. Like, what's up? What's up? Imagine. So I'm the nice one. Like, because I know I lost we lost to Indiana my freshman year. Lewis Jackson called me right after the game and berated me on the phone. So no, I um I get what you're saying about those those angry. <laughs> no, they they mad, trust me. But you know, you got the right person right now to kind of always believe you can always turn it around, even if you don't. So uh, no, thanks for having me on, though, bro. I appreciate it, man. I'm a great no, I appreciate you. With, uh, with, uh, paint. Everybody go check that out. Go check out the House Thank of Hoosier podcast, man. My Hoosier fans. My Hoosier fans quiet today, man. They, they ain't saying nothing. And we should be quiet when we take a butt with it. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. The eighth go, one. <laughs> go check out the House of Hoosier podcast if you want to hear those stories from uh, all the who's got podcasts with Yogi Ferrell, Isaiah Thomas. I got Antoine Randall. We got mm. uh, we got Jay, Jared Jeffries, Jordan Holes, Tom Coverdale. I mean, Keith Smart. Mm. Uh, the list goes on and on, man. Check out both podcasts, Boiler Up as well, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, man. Hit that subscribe button. We appreciate y'all. <laughs>